Equity is brought to you by ExaCrunch, that prodigious TechCrunch paywall you keep running into. You can break through that paywall at a steep discount if you use the promo code equity. If you do, you'll get access to our best stuff and you'll make equity look really good internally at the same time. Enough of that, let's start the show. Good morning and welcome to Equities Monday episode. It is April 5th. This is our weekly primer where we catch up on the news and as always, explore the numbers behind the headlines. Catching you up, American stocks are set to rise this morning after an end of the week jobs report boosted shares after a holiday. Stock market is closed in many parts of the world today, but the major news is that Indian stocks took a hit after COVID-19 cases rose in the country. Cryptos are flat and with that ground setting, let's get into the weekend. All right, now this weekend, a couple of things for you to know. The biggest tech story from the last couple of days involved Facebook, which had to answer after someone posted information concerning about 500 million of its users on the internet, which Insider Reports includes telephone numbers and other, quote, personal data. The bad news is that the data appears to be legit. The good news, if you can call it that, is that Facebook says that the data came from a patched 2019 leak. Great. This story underscores my view that companies that leak customer data in any capacity should be taken out back and whacked until they realize that it's not the sort of mistake you can simply say whoops to and then claim to try to do better in the future. I think $10 or $20 per person impacted by a leak payable in a lump sum to the government right away would wake a couple of companies up. If you arrogate to yourself the authority to hold information about anyone, you need to realize that if you mess up, it's going to cost you enough to ruin a quarter or two or three. That would help. The other bit of news that broke this weekend that you need to know about concerns China, namely that, the FT reports, a quote record number of companies are abandoning attempts to list on China's answer to the Nasdaq as regulators increase scrutiny of technology businesses. This, of course, comes after the Chinese government yanked fintech giant Ant Group's IPO back in November. Now, the FT reports that some 76 companies pulled their planned listings on the star market based in Shanghai in March alone. Now, some 180 have done so in total, but back in November... That number was 12. The newly reported data shows just how sharply things are changing in China's tech and business ecosystem. Just a couple of years ago, if you could think back to, I think it was 2018, China's venture capital volume was matching and even beating that of the United States. And the Shanghai-based star market launched in 2019 to provide a listing spot for budding Chinese tech companies. Now, today, 2021, Chinese venture capital numbers are far from contention, and the state is cracking down on not just leading tech players, but also, it appears, smaller firms as well. We're seeing liquidity dry up. It's just not very good. All right, turning to this morning, what is the latest? Well, the biggest story that I could see from the weekend involved American e-commerce and cloud computing giant Amazon, which is in hot water today after the American NLRB, or National Labor Relations Board, said that the company was a very, very bad boy. The New York Times reports that the company, quote, illegally retaliated against two of its most prominent internal critics when it fired them last year. Now, Amazon is in the midst of trying to beat back a union push amongst some of its warehouse workers. And the company recently face-planted when a suddenly churlish social media strategy backfired, and the company had to admit that some of its drivers peed in bottles, and worse, while on the clock. NBC News had a separate report up from a couple of days ago, the headline of which I'll just read for you. Fired, interrogated, disciplined, Amazon warehouse organizers allege year of retaliation. Wow. And there's big news out from the Indian startup scene this morning, which will kick off by noting TechCrunch's reporting concerning edtech giant Baiju's buying Akash Educational Services. 
The company acquired is what we call a 33-year-old chain of physical coaching centers. Essentially, Baiju's went IRL. The deal itself cost around $1 billion in cash and stock per TechCrunch's sources. Now, as the edtech market, which saw a huge boom in usage and sales last year, matures, expect to see more of this sort of deal. And more edtech deals on the smaller side as well, I'd reckon. Not every startup in the space that raised money last year is going to make it. And there are plenty of deep-pocketed edtech giants that could get acquisitive this year. Now, in the funding round world, we're going to stick to the Indian theme for the first one. It appears that the social commerce bug truly is a global phenomenon. How do we know? Well, Indian unicorn Misho, that's M-E-E-S-H-O, said that it has raised a $300 million round that values the company at around $2.1 billion. Now, according to TechCrunch's reporting, that's up from about $600-700 million back in 2019. And get this, SoftBank Vision Fund 2 led the round. That is a sentence I am being forced to say more and more often, so I wanted to take note of it. And then there's Cresta, an SF-based startup that just put together a $50 million round, according to VentureBeat. Looking into the company, it appears to track customer service interactions, and then after learning what works or does not for a particular company, provide active human agents with prompts to help them better chat with other humans via text. Now, looking ahead to the future, all you really have to do is toss a computer-powered voice on top of this, and pretty soon we won't need customer service humans, right? Just train them up, and then off they go, little bots. Yay? I suppose so. Customer service gigs are awful, and humans are very mean to each other, so maybe this sort of tech, a step towards the future when computers try to talk us out of canceling annoying services instead of underpaid humans do so, is a good thing. But I wonder what happens to workers who decline to use Cresta-given prompts. Do they get penalized? I'm all in favor of software tooling for underpaid regular folks, but something about this company caught in my craw while digging into it this morning. Andreessen, Sequoia, and Greylock were in the round. Closing today is something notable and fun from the U.S. There's a company called Alkami Technology that is going public at the moment. It provides software to banks, and it was founded in Oklahoma, as it turns out. According to a newspaper at The Oklahoman, Alkami Technology was founded as iThrive by serial entrepreneur Gary Nelson more than 10 years ago in Oklahoma City, end quote. Now, the company is based in Texas today, it does appear, but the fact that a tech company going public was founded in Oklahoma is legitimately super cool. For anyone not in the U.S., let me explain what I mean. If you live in America and someone mentions the state of Oklahoma, you either think of a musical or some sort of flat landscape that you've never visited where there are probably more tractors than people. Now, I am sure that Oklahomans would vehemently disagree with how most people think about their state. And don't worry, I get it. I'm from Oregon, which is just two-thirds hicks and flat land. No worries. But the Alkami Technology IPO should help shut some of those critics up. You really can found a tech giant anywhere. Alkami Technology proves it. And it's always neat to find new places where they have sprouted up. So please, more of this Oklahoma will take another. And that is our show. Equity, of course, is back on Wednesday and Friday. We have a lot of really, really great stuff coming up. So we'll see you then. My name is Alex. I am Alex on Twitter. The Equity Podcast is Equity Pod on Twitter, where we post jokes, memes, and kind of make fun of one another. It's a good time. Until Wednesday, stay cool, be safe, and we'll talk then. Bye.